0: The Braves Radio Network channel on the Podcast Park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank.
1: Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Welcome to the Braves Country Podcast, and if you've been to a Braves game in the past 16 years, then you know Mark Owens. Owens has been the Braves' in-game stadium host and lead tomahawk chopper for well over 1,200 games, and Owens has kept Braves fans fully entertained by hosting such exciting events as the napa cap shuffle pop fly contest my favorite the Home Depot tool race and race the freeze. But it's those big playoff moments when the national broadcast cameras are about to come on where Owens made his true mark. He says things like Braves country, get to your seats and let's show the world Braves country is loud and proud. And he leads the fans all the way and he led them to a world series championship in 2021. And now after 16 years, he's walking away on his own terms. So we've invited him into the studio today to discuss his 16 year Braves career and tell us what's coming next for him and give the mic one more time to address Braves fans and Braves Country directly. Mark Owens, welcome to the Braves Country podcast. You know, I'm going to use that as my ringtone. That entire <laughs> intro. I'm telling you. I wrote it. that just for you, buddy. This <laughs>
0: guy, he knows how to pump somebody up. I'm telling you what. Yeah, that's
1: your bio, buddy.
0: If I didn't already have a big enough ego, <laughs> open the door. Well, I
1: mean, you deserve it, buddy. We tried to get you up here to the studio for this thing, and we couldn't get you through the lobby. We couldn't get you through everybody. It's like a meet and greet. You're, who's more famous than Mark Owens?
2: Uh, Nobody. Blooper. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar. Best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994. Located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's.
0: Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation.
2: First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash
0: Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Yes.
1: Who's more famous than Mark Owens?
0: Uh, Nobody. Blooper. <laughs> yeah, well, no kidding.
2: Which is a side story altogether, because I remember people that, you know, when they first launched Blooper, he got a bad rap. And people were like, I don't like. Now, between the antics at the stadium and the Twitter account, mm-hmm. the social media presence for
0: Blooper is off the charts. Blooper has done a great job when he got introduced at FanFest, and there were grown men heckling a mascot. And that drove <laughs> me crazy, because, look, it's a mascot. It's not for you. It's not for me. Yeah, it's, it's for, for the kids. kids. Yeah. But then, not only do the kids love him, Blooper will put you. In your place quickly, on social media quickly and the fans adore him for it and he stands up for the braves and he roots for the braves and he will go out to la and put la fans in their place all for braves country <laughs> so, so good. kudos to blooper he's done a great job
2: man i tell you when when i learned that you had decided to step aside i understood immediately why you were doing it i knew immediately there was no doubt in my mind while you were doing it and that is because your wife and your daughter are the most important things in in the world to you and and she's nine years old now Mm -hmm. and and things are changing and and as a guy with a senior in high school it goes by so flipping quickly and and you can't miss it as 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 great a job as you do and man you are literally the face of the braves Mm -hmm. and have been for so long but you only get so long
0: Well, it's family, and it's restraining orders from the Tomahawk team. (laughs) So you can only get so many per season. What a combo. (laughs) Seriously. But, you know, after 16 seasons with the Braves, and I'll go back, I was going to wrap it up at the end of last season. I had it set in my mind at the All-Star break that 15 years with the Atlanta Braves, that is a great run. That's a great number. I've had some incredible experiences, some great memories. I'm just going to slowly... You know, tag out at the end of the season. Not make a big deal about it. Just say, hey guys, thank you. I think I'm done. Well, then, and that was in July. And then in August, the Braves are like, oh, well, we're not quite done yet. <laughs> and then you get into September, we may make a run in the postseason. And then we know how that story ends. So it started in July with me saying, I'm probably done. Flash forward four months later, I'm in the World Series parade. Right. So I said, all right, I can't, I can't leave. I got to come back and celebrate with the fans for one more year. I got to come back and be a part of the celebration and the insanity that will be Truist Park celebrating a World Series championship and selfishly the opportunity to be on the mic and say home of your defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves. It's how many times? You, how many times you get the opportunity? Ain't
1: to do that? nothing better than that. Yeah. And the and the fans showed out this year uh, over three million in attendance. Three point two. Man, well that's one of their biggest years. Isn't yeah. It? yeah,
0: yeah. It's one of the biggest years ever. Um, you know, it's funny. I think the biggest was the year two thousand, but that was Turner Field, and Turner Field was much bigger. All star so, year. All star year. Yeah, and so the 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 numbers were a little bit bigger then, but still to set a truest Park record. Um, I mean, what did we end up having thirty eight sold out games this yeah. season, unheard of. Yeah, I mean, over, the fans are half. fired up. Yeah.
1: So you really had a challenge in your final year to handle all those folks. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a, it was a big deal. It was a big year for you. You really went out on top.
0: But it was it was easy though because everybody's fired up for this team. Everybody was excited to come back and celebrate this team. Uh The ring giveaways, the Repl- holy go- cow, because they, they didn't expect to do as many as they did. They had two planned. They announced one. And then they had a second one in their back pocket that they were going to announce because they knew the first one was going to be so big. And then it was like, we've got something here. And then they just kept creating more and more. And then, and this was so good on the Braves to distribute rings. And I don't know if this would have been in the works from the beginning or they just saw the popularity behind it, but they distributed rings to the Rome Braves and the Gwinnett yeah. Stripers and even Augusta, yeah. Mississippi. They even had a couple of ring nights too. So that every, And here's what's funny. So they gave me a replica ring Uh, A couple of days, the weekend before, because we gave them away on a Monday night. So they gave it to me on Friday and they said, start promoting, start promoting, put it on social media. So I was taking pictures of it, be here Monday. We've got 40,000 lines are going to be long, but make sure you get a piece of history. Fans were taking screenshots of the pictures that I took, take those screenshots and put them on eBay. And they were selling the rings that they didn't even have yet from the pictures that I took for the ring that no fan had.
2: Yeah, but that's crazy. That that's I don't like that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like selling things that you
0: got free. shows
1: you the hysteria involved. I, with, I, right, no, ex- which I get, exactly. I understand,
0: but it doesn't make me like it anymore. Mm, but what's funny, they were asking $200 for it, but then immediately you announce, here's another ring night, and and another ring night, and, and now <laughs> you know, if people were just really desperate to get a ring, you could get one. You know, online for twenty bucks right now, which is good, which I'm perfectly fine with. Yeah. I hate that somebody's trying to sell something you got for free, but they do it with bobbleheads, they do it yeah, with the course. kids' giveaways. Like people are going to try to make money any way they can. But the fact that if you didn't get one, you really want one, you can find one.
1: Well, I, I didn't get one because I keep I keep checking the mailbox. I'm sure the Braves are sending it's me a real one. Yeah, it'll get there yeah, it'll I, soon. We just there, wrapped soon. up the season. I know, fill man. out the end yeah. of season Dude, information. They, so. they, they, it's, it's a big
0: it's time. Cool. Listen, things are busy. If it's not there by Christmas. Just keep
1: waiting. Well, I'll call it's, him and tell him I know Mark Owens and what's what's going on. And they'll on. say he doesn't
0: work here anymore. So.
2: <laughs> well, let's see if they let's see how long you get to stay retired because we're we're calling it a retirement, if you will. But that's the that's the thing, you know. There's not a bigger Braves fan than you, and you and I have always like I think that's probably what we connected uh, most on over the years is the Braves and the Bulldogs. And and we've known each other for gosh, probably probably about the same time. Because I remember, was it Jeff Dollar that was doing mm-hmm. it before you, and then you transitioned? Because oh, I remember the last couple years of Jeff Dollar, and he always did a great job too. And then then there you were, and and then it was it was odd not to see you, you know, yeah. you, you, or will be odd not to see you because it's been so stinking long. But you love the
0: Braves like nothing, like nobody else. Well, I was born and raised a Braves fan. I mean, I was born and raised here in Smyrna, and. I grew up going down to Fulton County Stadium. Dad would pack up the family truckster, take all the little league kids. We'd go down there. This is back in the Fulton County days where you can get a dollar ticket up in the nosebleeds. And by the second inning, you're sitting behind home plate. So I grew up loving the Braves. And I always told myself, one day I'll be on the field for the Atlanta Braves. One day I'll be in a Braves uniform. I played baseball at Oregon Park growing up. Then I got to high school. And I was a catcher because I'm a big guy, so I was a catcher. I'm like, all right, here we go. You know, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. You know, yeah. I'm owning the rec league baseball. Then I got to Harrison, where you have players like Adam Everett, who's played in the bigs. Corey Patterson, who played for the Cubs. Bruce Souter, God yeah. rest his soul, mm-hmm. was a coach. I got to Harrison High School with all those West Cobb boys and realized, I suck at baseball. <laughs> I have zero athletic ability. So then I had to figure out, how am I going to get on the field for the Braves having no athletic skills so i started taking theater classes and then i really honed being in front of a crowd how to manage crowd how to manage my voice that got me involved in radio and so i was i was able to work at some heritage stations i mean my first internship was it with the morning x
2: yeah back in the late 90s which is celebrated 30 years exactly
0: congratulations to them yeah so so what a heritage station so i had the opportunity to work for 99x you know the birth show uh rock 100 uh we launched 99 the game um most recently started on So I've been very lucky. But to go back how it got started, I was working with the Burt Show in 07. Dollar was doing the in-game stuff. And he said, they need some help in the plaza. Why don't you go audition? You've got time, effort, and energy. I said, yeah, let me give it a shot. Audition, got the job. I'm not kidding when I say it was originally going to be a two-year gig to finally say, I work for the Braves. I can put it on my resume. I lived the dream. I got to work for the, I got paid by the Atlanta Braves. I got a yeah. check. I got a check. For, I got a stand on Turner Field. There it is. Two-year gig. 16 years later, married with a nine-year-old. It's princess and mortgage money. So, and, and, but, but I say money, but it was never about the money because so many people were like, why are you leaving? Why, I don't get it. Why, how could you leave such a great job? It's a phenomenal job. It is a bucket list job, but I have a full-time job. And when I'm at work, Impact, and Doug, you know about Impact, yeah, sure. when I'm at work and then the Braves are in town, those are 15-hour days. Yeah, they are. And I notice you've got to stay cranked to 10. And as I get older, it gets harder and harder. To turn it up to 11. To even. turn it to 11. <laughs> what, the hardest Spinal is when that alarm goes off at 6 a.m. Yeah. So, and, it's, and I love it, and, and I absolutely love doing everything, every aspect of it, but like you said, I owe it to my wife, and more importantly, I owe it to my daughter. Because me and Gretchen have been together for going on thirteen years now. I've never had a summer with her. Yeah, Caroline's nine years old. I've never had a summer with her, and I've only got a couple of years left where Caroline still likes me. So I've got to try to capitalize <laughs> on as much time as I can. It blinks. It yeah. goes by it in a so blink, fast. man. So
2: fast. But but it just says a lot about who you are, mm-hmm. and and the things that you prioritize in your life. And and I don't think a lot of people would would be so would be so thoughtful and would be so um, uh, uh, all about doing the right thing which I know that about you and mm. that's who you are so mm. it doesn't surprise me but other people they they may not realize that um, do you expect that you'll have some role or some communication some, some connection to the Braves, outside of being a fan and going Mm -hmm. and buying a a ticket, or you probably won't have to buy a ticket, let's let's be honest, (laughs) you know, and going and watching a game, do you expect that
0: that relationship will continue in some way or other? I, I hope so. I mean, it's family. I was with the Braves longer than I've been with any job any any relationship you know i mean I, yeah. they've been a bigger part of my life than outside of family anything i've ever worked on or been a part of so <clears throat> i'm not going away and i told them when i left i even said look i'm not going anywhere i'm here if you need me i just need to catch my breath yeah. you know and so if you need me to fill in you don't have to call just shoot me a text hey can you help us out i'm on my way and it's funny the battery uh when i told them and i told lauren abernathy and billy roland i said hey you know i just want you to you i'm stepping away from the braves this season their response was, "Man, that sucks for the Braves, but you're still doing all of our events. No. So oh, wow. I'm, still, I'm still hosting like the the bash at the Battery, the Big New Year's Eve party, the tree yeah. lighting coming up in a couple sure. of weeks. So I'll still be a part of it in some way. You're connected, and, yeah. I, and That's I said, it, actually, I said it'd be kind of funny. It'd only be fitting if uh, 2023. You at least let me come back and told the Braves, let me at least come back and host Alumni Weekend. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah right. That would make sense, absolutely, right? So- absolutely. Well, I've got a feeling you'll always be a part of the Atlanta Braves organization mm-hmm. in some way, whether it's just uh, being a, a Big fan, mm-hmm. or uh, hosting these special events, or, or maybe some other role someday. But, uh, but I think you're just you are an Atlanta Brave, Mark. Yeah. So and it's great to have and have
2: been there longer than a lot of Atlanta Braves yes, are on the roster. Yes, <laughs> yes, right exactly.
1: You know,
0: a lot of people ask me that. They say, "Are you friends with the players? Are you?" Because they have been doing it for so long. And Tug, you know this too, and you know this, Scott. That, that you you get to know them. You host charity events, but at the end of the day. I'm not buddies with any of the players. They're all 25-year-old millionaires. I'm 44 and my back hurts. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We don't have a ton in common outside yeah, 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 of just yeah. our love of the game.
1: Absolutely. But I, you, one thing you do have in common is is that love of the game. And I wanted to ask you to kind of describe the feeling that you got in the early days, and I bet you all the way up until your last game, that feeling when you put on your Braves hat and you get things started before the game, what was that like for you, man? Like at the very beginning? The, yeah, yeah, just the it, energy. How does it, Didn't it feel neat to put that on and be like, I'm suiting up for the Braves? Even to this day in 2022, 16 years later,
0: I still got nervous before every single game. I don't care if it was opening day, 4th of July, the Met series, or if it was a Tuesday in August, 100 degrees and the Marlins are in town. Before we did our first live hit, that on-deck pregame show, which started about 30 minutes before the game. As I'm standing there on the field and the bumper's rolling and they were about to come live to me, I'd still get the shakes. Every single game. And I love that. Because the day you don't get nervous is the day you don't care anymore. And so up until the very end, I still had such a passion. I still have a passion for it. And I still love being part of that situation. And there is, and I hope everybody gets to experience this at some point in their life, the feeling of just a crowd swell around you and you've been there for like george games and big braves games and you've been there scott for like big concerts where everybody's invested and this is gonna and this is gonna sound so egotistical and i'm sorry but this just explains the feeling you you said it at the beginning when we do postseason games they would give me about a 15 second window before we went live on tbs or fox sports ones or espn and they would say mark it's your job to get everybody on their feet and everybody chopping or everybody just screaming and yelling. There he's like, we're going live, and we want the first shot, not you yelling, but of the crowd, that crowd shot, that slow pan of Truist Park losing their mind. You got 15 seconds.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Give me
0: No pressure. And that is what I love that more than anything. Yeah. And we got to do it this year and obviously all last year during the uh, the, the World Series run is just to sit there and say, all right, fans. We're not showing Braves country. We're not showing the Southeast. We're showing the entire country. Well, this is the hottest spot in all of baseball. This is where all the fans are, right here. On your feet. Show those people who counted us out. Show those broadcasters who don't think we should be here. Show them why we're here right now. Get on your feet. Make some noise. brother, preach. And then fans would jump up, and they'd play the pump music, or they'd play some techno, and the place would be rocking, and I'd just step back and let it breathe, and I'd just watch it. And it's like, to me— there is no greater gift than to be able to do that.
1: I know that feeling. You know that's amazing. That that's the feeling that we all do this for. And I got it's like when the curtain goes up. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like you know you've worked so hard to make everything perfect and get it all right. You got the fans ready. Everybody's in the room. The band's ready, and the curtain goes up. And and the energy is what we do this thing for. It's like yep. that's that's the excitement that we're trying to create. And 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 you know that you had a small part in that, even mm-hmm. though you might have been the key. Yeah, but you're a, a small part. part of it. Maybe yeah. it's a big part. I think no, it's a big but part. See,
0: but I feed off the fans. And people yeah. would often say they would say, "Well, Mark, you know, uh, is it still fun? Do you still have a good time doing it?" Yes, I've done the Napa Cap Shuffle. You know, I've worked over times twelve hundred. I I haven't count every single game, but it's probably over twelve hundred twenty five games that I've yeah. worked as an employee, yeah. and so that means I've done over twelve hundred napa cap shuffles. Yeah, to me, there's nothing new to it. But if I have a fan, Scott, if you're standing next to me, and you've never done it before. And you're excited. And I'll tell you, what's, what's humbling with the, the job, too, is I'll have fans come up and they'll say, man, I've been watching you since I was in fifth grade. Right. Like, that's awesome. What are you up to now? I just graduated college. Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> <Seriously. laughs> and my back hurts again. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and also another real factor is, like, when you start working, I mentioned the Tomahawk team at the beginning is, uh, you know, the Braves cheerleaders that are with us and waving throughout shirts, is at the beginning they were, you know, 16 years ago They're cute They're kind of fun You could maybe possibly Date a couple of them You know they're all In their early 20s Or whatever That's kind of fun 16 years later They call me their Creepy uncle Or their dad (laughs) (laughs) And they look a little Younger And and then by the end of it You know all about Their boyfriend drama You know the drama Behind the scenes It's like God it's like A a freaking sorority now (laughs) To have a fan (laughs) Next to me that gets to play the Napa cap, even if it's on a Wednesday night and it's a smaller crowd and it's a nothing game, they get to have a bucket list moment. I live through that. That make, I still enjoy that part of yeah, it because it's that person is going to walk away going, I finally got to get, be on the big screen.
2: I was on the big screen I mean, at <laughs> Truist park with my buddy, Mark Owens, who's joining us on the Braves country podcast here on the Atlanta Braves radio network. My name is tug coward, along with Scott Munn. Um, memories kind of like the ones you're sharing, you know, it, that wasn't a specific memory, but just something that means something to you. Specific memories over the years, maybe it's uh, uh, the infield fly Shoot. with Chipper Jones. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know, the one of the home runs, maybe the grand slam that uh, Duvall hits in mm-hmm. the first inning. And was that the game six, game five, game five? five. It was on a Sunday night. We thought you thought the Braves were going to win the World Series at home. It was over. He thought it was over. Ultimately, you go on and win it in in Houston, which is fine. Doesn't matter. They still brought it home. But what is there? One can you narrow it to one moment that that you love the most, or
0: that that stands out to you the most? There's, I guess, there's one A and there's one B. One A would be all World Series. Would be everything from the Duval home run to winning the World Series to the parade. That's all encapsulated sure. into a memory. I'll I'll go before that is, I guess it would be 1B, would be number 1, the infield fly rule night. Because what was so amazing to me that night, and as you know, infield fly rule apparently shortstop had an extra 15 yards added to it. <laughs> you know, the dirt was pushed back into right. left field. So we all know what happens, but the fans start trashing the field. So... It, and, and I'm standing at Turner Field. My perch was high above left field, right beside the Coca-Cola corner. And I'm standing there with my stage manager. Her name her name was Mel at the time. And we're just watching the fans trash, trash, trash. Big voice Casey. God rest his soul. Casey Motter. God love He's him. on the big. He's on the uh, PA going out. You know, fans, please stop <laughs> throwing stuff on the field. Hello, baseball fans. <laughs> stop, stop trash the field. <laughs> Knuckleheads. That wasn't working. And the reality was. The Braves were dangerously close to having to forfeit the game because we couldn't get the crowd under control. I mean, we are minutes away from the umpire saying, game over. Like, game over. You can't I don't get think this many gra- people know that. Yeah, you, I mean, and I'm not saying, like, seconds away, but, like, it was getting dangerously close to there was about to be some phone calls from the, you know, MLB saying, you get this under control or we're canceling this game. Mm-hmm. So there was a bit of a panic. We've never experienced anything like this.
1: I'm sure nobody was screaming in your ear. So, OK,
0: <laughs> so I'm standing on the perch and Melanie's right beside me and she's got an IFB in her in her ear and she's in contact with Braze Vision. And as you know, Braze Vision at Truist Park is where the internal field is where they run everything that's not game related. So all the graphics, the scoreboard, the napcap cap, shovel, home Depot tool race, all the stats, the flyover, the big flag, the national anthem. That is all controlled by Braze Vision and fan entertainment. So Melanie's standing there and we're just watching wide eyed in all like what is happening and Melanie just kind of steps back, puts her hand on her ear, and she goes, go for Mel. And she steps back. So I'm watching, watching, watching. And I turn back and I look at her, and she mouths three words to me that I'll never forget. Get set up. Set up one or two words. Get set up. That's three. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, get set up. Get set up for what? And she's like, Okay. It's right.
2: like talking to the FBI. Yeah. yeah. This and is and like a goes,
0: NASA launch. She's like, <laughs> Okay, all right, we're ready. Okay, here we go. I'm You're like, like I'm not ready. Like, <laughs> Who's ready? <laughs> we're ready for, I, what what? ready for what? We're ready for what? Yeah. And she goes, They're coming to you. And like that cold fear. Okay. And she goes, They want you to tell the fans to stop throwing stuff. I'm like what? I, Why me? I, I host a tool race. I don't deal with yeah. like, security issues. Well, you
1: get them fired up. Now it's time to get them calmed like, down. And she's yeah. like, all right, they're coming to you in five,
0: four. I literally had less than 10 seconds to figure out what I'm going to say yeah. to get a rabid Turner Field, over 53,000 who are trashing the field. And I was in the building watching you. You yeah. saw this. Yeah, I was literally because Me and Jacob and my wife were there. It was insane. I was
1: so, watching on TV at Irving Plaza in New York at a Driving and Crying Blackberry Smoke show mm. with my jaw on the floor. And uh, I was waiting to see what was going to happen. And here you come. So there's a great (laughs) YouTube video out there.
0: So it comes to me. And again, I had less than 10 seconds to get a script together in my head. What I said was, fans, this is why you're the best in baseball. Yeah! But you got to stop throwing stuff on the boom! No! <laughs> F-U mark, F-U mark. I did the biggest heel turn in all of baseball. I mean, right. this is Hogan right. bash at the beach, NWO yeah. heel turn. And the video, you can't even hear me get that stop throwing stuff yeah. because there's a great video from center field. <gasps> Boom! Just the, the crowd. So that was anytime you tell any fan infield fly rule, they remember that. Another incredible memory I have is Fort Bragg. Oh, oh yeah. sure. That was when Holy cow. the Braves and Marlins, we literally built a baseball stadium. On an on active base. military base. And for me, I mean, I, I wasn't in the military. I know you were. Um, you know, for me, having family that served, it was such a humbling moment. Oh, my gosh, that's unbelievable. To have probably thirty-five, 4,000 active-duty military and their families escaping to get away and have a little piece of home to watch baseball. Mm-hmm. And it, we were the home team. So to be able to go be a part of that, I'll never, I'll, I'll forever, we lost, but I don't care. It was such an amen. The, the flyover that night. Oh, my. I think, is it a, Apache helicopters? Is that yeah. what they're called? Well, I
2: mean, there are Apaches. I don't know that it, that was the flyover, but,
0: but it sounds it right. The, it was the big Hoss Daddy helicopter. Yeah, right, those, sure. Yeah. There was four of them, and I think. The Black Hawks and others. It could have been. Okay. I just know whatever the big Hoss Daddy Bad mama jambas. Yeah. It was those. They had some big cannons on the front. Oh, and I'll tell you, I think they dropped a little extra low. Yeah. Just because of the situation of that. <laughs> <nut>. <laughs> and just, was, the, the, <sighs> just
2: that sound. There's nothing more body, impressive. Yeah.
0: And like you're scared to reach up because you may touch it. Yeah, that's right. That, so good. That was an unbelievable moment. And another moment. And this goes back in all the World Series stuff. But like when we talk about family. So when the Braves moved from Turner up to Truist, me and my dad bought season tickets because here's a little known fact. I am just a game day employee for the Atlanta Braves. I'm not salaried. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't get paid the same amount per game. I swipe in and out just like the security, just like Delaware North, just like, you know, the ushers, just like everybody else. So everyone's like, oh, you get all these free tickets. You can, but it's not as easy. There's not a, it's like radio. There's not a basket of tickets in the break room. Right? Right. I can't just walk in and be like, oh, I need six tickets for the Mets game. It's oh, not that. here you go. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Where do you want to sit? Yeah. You exactly. know? yeah. It, it, so me and my dad bought season tickets because, you know, me being from here, you know, when there's big games, you don't realize how many cousins or friends you have from eighth grade that need tickets. So we bought the tickets, but then dad passed away before he had brain cancer. He passed away before we opened the stadium in 2017. But I still have them. And I still to this day have those seats. So when we won the World Series game six, I'm standing on second base at Truist Park with Jesse, my stage manager, and a camera guy. And it was just the three of us on the infield because all the fans were in the outfield. We had that big watch party, about 10,000 out in the battery, about 15,000 inside the stadium. I'm in the dirt and I just elbow Jesse. And I'm like, we're about to win the World Series and we're standing on second base and we won. The place goes crazy. Fireworks are going off. You can hear the battery from inside of the ballpark. People, grown men crying, people hugging. And before I did my first live hit, I just panned. I just did a turn and just looked at the crowd. And it was the most, one of the most unbelievable moments and experiences ever. And then I looked up at the seats that me and dad bought. And they had the three and 400 sections shut down because just the bottom bowl was open. But I looked at the seats that me and dad had bought. And I got really worked up. And I got really, really upset. And really, because it was just like, Jesus, I'm getting emotional now. But it was just, it was like, it was like, Dad, I did it. Like, you know, after all these years, you know, your baby boy just won a World Series. You know, I couldn't play. I was never good enough to play, but I'm here. And I just, you are part of the team, man. Yeah. And so, but what's funny about that is, is we're all screaming and yelling and jumping up and down. And there's these fans right behind me, like, Mark, come get a picture. So of course I'm like, yes, he's trying uh, trying to clean uh, up. uh, Kind of like uh, uh, you're doing now.
1: uh,
0: Okay. All right. And so I've got a picture with these fans, and I don't know who they are, and I would love to see it, but I am all, you know, Red-eyed, swollen puffy. and red and puffy and like oh, he's such a fan look at him we yeah. got him crying because he won the world series but those it was, it was only part of it it was only part of it it was there it was part of it but like those are the moments that that really mean the most of course that i'll never forget
2: Dude, it, it's funny you, you brought that up uh there's there's a couple things when you're, when you're talking about the infield fly and they put you on the spot to calm people down there's there's two things that went through my mind because I was there with, my like I said, my wife and son. And my son was probably eight mm-hmm. around that time. And, and I remember some of that.
0: Oh, sh- yeah. Oh.
2: And, and Jacob was like, Daddy, what are they saying? I was like, they're saying go Braves, buddy. <laughs> they're saying go Braves. <laughs> you know, so you're trying to figure out how to how to spin this for your kid. And there's a little bit of you that's like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. But then there's that little bit of you that's like, finally. Yeah. The passion. That these fans have mm-hmm. that it gets overlooked, and Atlanta's not a sports town. Atlanta's not a yep. baseball town. By God, we proved yep. that we were yep. in that moment. Yep. So, so is the, Was it exactly the way you wanted it to be? No, no. But but there was a little it bit of that. A fire. It did, and that's yeah. and, and that fire conti- that It almost
0: maybe it lit it at that day, mm-hmm. and it still continues to this day. How how many people went after Bill Plaskey? The guy from the L.A. Times that called it a sterile shopping mall. Yeah, and what the hillbilly did they call you? A hillbilly southern twang. That's what I meant. Southern twang. They're like a man with the southern twang <laughs> yeah. got the crowd fired up, and yeah. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, yeah, absolutely. We well, do No, no.
2: I, as a guy that sounds like a hillbilly, come on. That's <laughs> well, a hell of a I'll compliment. Take twang all day. That's, a, that's yeah. a hell of a compliment. Man, I'm to tired me. of
0: being called an inbred. <laughs> Finally, yeah. I'll take one twang. other.
2: One other. Just observation that I made because speaking of the the twang that you don't have. Even though yeah. you grew up here. You don't have that, and I'm sure it's something that you've worked on because there's no way you can, it you comes can, out after it, a few pops at the maybe, Georgia game. Okay, okay, fair enough.
1: Let <laughs> go <laughs> come out, <on, laughs> come out. Bless that coming
0: down. <laughs> yeah, so,
2: something you said as you were talking about your perch. Yeah, and you called it the Coca-Cola perch. Coca-Cola. <laughs> that is that's a southern. That's a, I, as soon as you said it, I was like. That's my boy right there, because that's what I say, Coca-Cola too. Yeah. It's the Coca-Cola. It yeah, it ain't soda. It ain't pop. Coca-Cola. And it ain't Coca-Cola either. It's Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah. If you're from Georgia, it's Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Go to bars so and I get Coca-Cola ju- in
0: downtown Atlanta. <laughs> that's exactly
2: right. A. It's exactly yeah. Atlanta, right? That's exactly right. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue, Smith's Old Bar, is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith. Spring is here and baseball is back.
1: You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats.
2: Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com
1: talking to Mark Owens here uh, outgoing stadium host and uh, true spirit of the Atlanta Braves and uh, I want to thank you personally for a couple of great memories that I have uh, at the ballpark that I think we share um, man in 2010 I, I did this crazy thing and I lived out a childhood dream of going to every home game and and uh, kind of leading a movement to thank Bobby Cox in his retirement year and uh, and then we did it again in 2012 with the Thanks Chipper movement so um, and I gotta say of all the people who jumped on I mean you were the first guy you saw me walking in the first day i think uh-huh. it was opening day i had like the banner and i didn't you know i was figuring it out and you're like, hey Scott, what are you doing, man? And I told you what I was doing, and you're like, I'm on board, I'm in, I'm doing this. And you didn't, you didn't care about anything. I know. think I was just trying to get a free T-shirt.
0: <laughs> which those <laughs> <knows>, thanks, Bobby <laughs> T-shirts. Well, I still see they them. They were quality. They, they were well, well-made T-shirts. You can still
1: get one at www.thanksbobby.com <laughs> if you'd like. It still benefits like. the Homeless Pets Foundation. That's, That's right. Awesome. Good for we you. Got, and, uh, but anyway, I really appreciated you, man, that year. And, and because of that, uh, you know, the mascot, uh, Homer at the time, um, and uh, the Tomahawk team, and, and Braves Vision, and everybody really got in into it and and you kind of helped us lead the, mm-hmm. the way on that thanks bobby thing and i, I just want to thank you for that
0: man. oh man again for the fans yeah it for was all fans. about that
1: that's what it was about yeah. gratitude from the fans you know? and what was your other moment well my other moment was somewhere in there in that 2010 through 12 range i think it was 2010 uh one of these braves uh guys on your staff uh sought me out. And before the game, and they're like, "Hey, take this glove and go down to the field and see Mark Owens." And I'm like, "Oh, are you serious? What's going on now?" And I, I, I kind of thought maybe I was going to play third base or something. For <laughs> them. But uh, uh, I go down there, and Mark's like, uh, "You're doing the pop fly contest before the game, buddy." And I was like, and then, he, "And then he worked it out with the Braves where he could, you know, mention the Thanks Bobby movement." And, uh, and so it was like a little uh, moment before the game, and it, we, were play- we were playing the Tigers. Yep. So they were on the field uh, warming up, throwing, and I go out for. Uh, for the pop fly contest, and That's the right. first two were pretty easy, and then you told me you are like the third one's going to be a, a tough ball, so mm-hmm. you get ready, get on your horse, and it was it was way over my head and deep to center field, and I I, uh, I got there. Did you I caught it. And I got you made there. the catch. I caught the ball and I uh, and I tumbled, of and
0: course. Then I held the ball up for Let's the fans, go! and the crowd went wild. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. And then I came over to Mark, and Mark got them all jacked up. It was fun. it was a fantastic man. You was, got
0: to say you you got to get off your feet. At Turner Field. Yeah. How many fans can say they've done that?
1: No, not many, man. I'll I, tell I, fans that all the
0: time. We did the stolen. We still do the stole, stolen base challenge. Yeah, you start out at right field, run down there, get the base, get back to me. Fans are super, super nervous, and I'm like, look, think about it like this. Even if you don't make it, you're running on the field during a game, yeah. and you're not going to get tackled. Yeah, <laughs> right. <that's> right. <laughs> I mean, it's a win-win. How many fans can say yeah. they, they've done that? That's all. So you got. Um, so you catch one, you get a hat. You catch two, you get a T-shirt. You catch all three, you get the hat, the T-shirt, and uh, ten thousand Delta Sky Miles.
1: No, I think I got a hundred or two hundred dollar gift certificate to Dantana's Grill. Oh, there that's you go. go. Well, look, that's Solid.
2: just as good. But you know
1: anyway. what? The best part of it was though, running off the field and watching Curtis Granderson and a couple of the other uh, Tigers just laughing and cheering me on and i was like sign me up i'm Let's ready and they go. were like that's right See, man <laughs> okay so, let me tell you yeah
0: so people ask how could you do it for 16 years mm-hmm. how could you do this right for 16?" There. that's the answer that yeah that's why to give people these memories and these moments because it's not it's not about me like when I, I i go around and i'll go to like i've been to the rome braves and i've been to the augusta green jackets and i was at greenville drive i'll talk to their host and i'll talk to their mcs and i'll tell them point blank nobody cares about you Nobody came here to see, stop making it about you. Right. There's nothing that drives me crazy more than when Agreed. an MC gets on and they're like, hey, everybody, I'm excited to be here because I'm doing this yeah. and I'm about to play Mm-mm. this game and I'm going to talk to and they don't even like, <laughs> and I've got a fan right here and, hey, I'm going to help you win this. And no, yeah. just take me, my, and I out of it. Yeah. Now, I'm guilty of saying, hey, Braves fans, I'm so excited to be here today because it's a postseason game or something yeah. like that, but when you do the game, by God, it's about the fan, and it drives me crazy. And I'm like, I'm like, I'll, see, I'll go to, I've been to games for. I think it was at a, was it a Rome game, or it might have been, I don't know. It was a minor league game, and I remember finding their Twitter account, and I was like, Can I please talk to your host for just two seconds? Yeah. Like number one, stop putting your back to the camera. Number two, stop talking about yourself. Yeah, Nobody man. cares about you. The one cares. thing I notice
1: about you, Mark Owens, is that just about every sentence starts with Braves fans. Uh-huh. You're just addressing the Braves fans, and you're and you're the voice of the fans in that regard. And voice at the end of the day, I, and people keep
0: asking me, they're like. You know, is it going to be weird in 2023? Is it? Hell yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be for 16. I have not been a I have not been a beer drinking fan at a Braves game in 16 years. So on that opening day, and I'll be here opening day to have a beer out in the battery before the gates open. I can't wait (laughs) because you've never done it. Because I've never done it. Yeah. And I am excited and I'm nervous. And everybody keeps asking me. And I know we're kind of jumping around. I don't know how I we're going done. to cut tell, tell, me off tell when you need to cut me off. Tell it it you're matter. doing great, buddy. Everybody keeps asking me what's next. What are the Braves going to do next? And I'm, God's honest truth, I don't know. I don't know what the game plan is for the in game presentation because Blake, who was my pregame host, um, and we've had multiple throughout the years, you know, Greer did it for a long time, Nikki Williams, a friend of ours, she did it for a long time, Kristen Klingstern, who's on Q one hundred, um, Tommy, who's done radio. So we've had a bunch of them. Blake left as well because he's a, a, a news reporter. He was in Columbus, and I'll give that little son of a gun credit. He would drive from Columbus to Atlanta. Wow. Every That's three hours. Day. Yeah. He would drive there and back just to do the little pregame bits because he wanted to get better and he wanted to, it was he was good on screen and so he got a job up in Nashville as an anchor up there. That's so, awesome! Good. Congratulations so, yeah, to we're him. We're super happy and I'll give him credit. He's not a huge baseball fan, but he sat there and learned and that's what I I, I want people who come into this position take anything away. If you're gonna take this position, you've got to know baseball. You've got, you don't have to know the the exit velocity and the wins above replay. You don't have to know that. But you need to know the game of baseball. And Blake admittedly didn't know his first year. So he would sit there with me and he would learn. And I got nothing but respect for him. But what are they going to do next year? I truly, I don't know. This may be an opportunity to revamp the whole way we do the in-game presentation. Now, it also, it wouldn't surprise me if they put a female up there. Because, God bless you fans, you had to look at my dad bod for the past 16 years. Let's put Which is in very tr- nice. No. I mean, it is. I mean, Stop. something else. That is a good-looking Stop. man. Well, the only only quality are these teeth. I got these big fake teeth my third year in because I was looking up. I was watching a video of. I was kind of like air checking myself. Yeah, we were doing a feature, and I got the video of it. And I'm looking up at it, and I'm going, "Good Lord, Owens! Like you're going bald. You know, I was even skinnier then, but like even then, I was like, you're about 20 pounds overweight. (laughs) You got some horrible teeth. (laughs) And I'm like, well. You know, I ain't running. The bald, well, the, <laughs> the, the, the bald is hereditary, and I can't handle that. I like Chick Fil A sauce, so I'm not going to lose uh, any weight. I but I can get those teeth fixed, and so I got ding, six. Ding, ding, ding. Yep, I got six big old fake teeth. Best money I ever spent. There
2: you go. To I love day. it. Talking to Mark Owens, the uh, outgoing Braves in game host on the Braves Radio Network here on the Braves Country Podcast. You know, there's, there's so much that you and I have connected with over years, and, and you and Scott as well, but uh, we always talk about music on this show, because brave, we call it Braves Country for a reason. It doesn't always have to be country music, though. That's the thing, because I, I, I was born and raised
0: on country, but, but I love a lot of different styles of music. Uh, what are you listening to lately? So I'm old school. Like, I was born on George Strait, Brooks and Dunn, Alan Jackson. Like, that was my jam. (gasps) Look at that Brooks and Dunn last rodeo backpack. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. So when you look at my playlist right now, it's, um, what am I listening to right now? Uh, Ronnie Dunn has a new solo Mm -hmm. album out that's really good. If you like that kind of 90s style country. Um, Jason Aldean has making Georgia a double album out, which is great stuff. I'm late to the game. Old Dominion. Strong, dude, solid, huge
2: Braves fans. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Matthew Ramsey, the singer, grew up in Virginia, going to Danville, the Danville Braves, and watching the Atlanta Braves on TBS. I, we, we had him on the show, and he talked about how he's a lifelong Braves fan. I was like, "Get out of here. Awesome. What?" So it's just another way that the Braves have influenced. And you know, you're talking about Braves country. I mm-hmm. mean, it really lo- it it literally goes to Virginia mm-hmm. and because of TBS, it can actually be in California, it can be in in Colorado, in Kansas. I've met Braves fans from all over, and him being from Virginia is the reason that he going to see the Danville Braves and watch the Braves Dude, on Dude, that's
0: good for them. Uh, big Cole Swindell fan. Yeah, um, huge I'm li- Braves fan. Huge Braves fans. He comes to game. I, he was at the game. He was. They showed him on the big screen, and I took a picture of it and I tweeted it out because I'm a nerd, and I was like, "Hey, look at Cole here. He's just chilling it." Yeah, <laughs> look at there. His first big hit. I See got, what you did there? I, I got, I got a like. That was about all I got. <laughs> I was, I was, that luck. was my way of saying, can we be friends? No, not cool. Um, <laughs> but, my, but of course, you know, outside of that, like, I'm, I'm very. Oh, oh speaking of Brooks and Dunn, real quick. Uh, i took caroline my daughter nine years old they have done their 12th farewell tour they're like share now like i love brooks and dunn they keep doing these tours together uh we took caroline to her first big boy concert she's been to kids bop which is the fifth realm of hell but we (laughs) we we (laughs) took her down to jacksonville to go see um brooks and dunn and i got because i'm old man i got a seats on the back row on the floor on the aisle she had her little headphones on she had the best time did she know the songs she started singing Red Dirt Road. Yes, sir. And I'm telling you, I almost started bawling. I was like, my baby girl, because I play it so much in the baby. car, she started singing. So, uh, still, you know, old school country fan, still all into Blackberry Smoke. I love that Southern rock. Man, gotta I've have it. always been. We, we were at a... No, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, no. I was to. Do you remember the time you uh, introduced the band, uh, the, the Blackberry Smoke guys? Uh, where, where was that? In was Athens. That, was that Athens? In the Classic Center. Okay, right, right, right. That yep. was great. Yeah, it was like just getting kind of ramped up and... You were coming to the show, and I was like, "Well, if you're coming, you're 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 in you're introducing the band because we need a hype guy." And we had uh, <laughs> we had Britt on the show. Um, I hosted a Georgia show with
0: David Green for a long time, and he mm-hmm. came on the show, and and hyped up that show as well. And I'm yeah. still we were all the neighborhood dads were sitting around a couple of weeks ago on the back porch and just playing music, and I had the playlist going, and Goodwin coming on came on yes. on my playlist. Oh,
1: that's good. That get you fired up. My brother in law
0: looks at me. Sean looks at me, and he goes. Mark, he goes when you die, and we're carrying you out of the church. We're gonna have this song playing in the background because, by God, I have to hear this song every time I'm with you. It's like, cause it's a good song,
2: dude. If that don't lodge you to fire, your wood's wet. Yeah.
1: Now, now uh, that's right. Now, I also ran into you down at that uh, Caddyshack uh, thing. What was that? The the Murray Brothers Caddyshack Golf Tournament and concert, and they had uh, Jamie Johnson, Aaron Lewis, Patrick Son. Davis, and others, and you were down there with your Impact team. Uh, What do you do at at events like that with those guys? What were you doing down there? So
0: that's when we talk about the full-time job. You know, I did radio for over 20 years, and recently, uh, thanks COVID, I got bounced from radio, which was actually, it's amazing little blessings in disguise. God winks, uh, I like to call them. You know what? Amen. Well, one door closes, another door opens. Yeah, and this was a double door, and it was a good (laughs) one. And Impact Partnership is just, it's a marketing firm for financial advisors, and I still get to play radio. I host radio shows across the country, so I still get to scratch that itch that is radio. But now it's just I'm talking, you know, it's, it, it's retirement radio. It's wealth management. And I'm learning a ton. And that's why I'm also grateful, because at 44, I'm learning how to manage my finances when some people don't get that education until they're in their 50s and 60s. So I'm very lucky. But we have experiences that we take our advisors across the country, and we took them to the Caddyshack event, the Bill Murray Charity Golf Tournament. So we took some of our top advisors down there to have a VIP weekend playing golf to see the show. Um, just two weekends ago, we took some up to Nashville to go see Jason Aldean. Um, so that's kind of a fun perk of the job is you get to have these really fun events and just take them to have just great. Uh, we took a group to go meet Mike Pence uh, mm-hmm. over the summer, too, which was a lot of fun. So that's the full time job. That's the job that takes up a lot of the time. But that's also the job that pays the bills. Right. You know, the, the Braves fills up the memory bucket. But I've also got to fill up the mortgage bucket. as well.
2: Yeah, right. yeah we all run into that <laughs> yeah, one. Exactly. It's amazing how 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 the mortgage bucket really becomes an issue in <laughs> yeah. people's lives, and yeah. and it's it's tough. But but you got you, you, when you're you a kid, do when it. you're
0: in your twenties, it wasn't that big of a it deal. It wasn't. No. No. Nobody cared. Nobody and, even thought about it. And you know, I know, I know. I've mentioned you know the money thing a couple of times. I've known from the beginning that the the Braves gig was never going to be a full-time job. Like, I've known that from day one. And a lot of people press me on that, and they're like, why didn't you try it? Because that's just what the position is. Yeah. I'm here for 16 years because I want to be here, because I love it. And you put full-time effort into it. Exactly, nice. and, and, and I enjoy doing it. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't do it. But is there anything in the organization that you saw from a
2: from from your perch on the Coca Cola uh, porch? (laughs) (laughs) Where where, wherever you say pop, oh yeah, get Get on that greyhound and get get yourself popped in the nose. (laughs) But no, but seriously, was there anything that you saw from a distance from from your hosting
0: duties? You are like, I could do that. Like outside of the organization? Oh, no, or inside, inside. inside of the organization. Yeah, I mean, there's always, you know, marketing positions. There's always uh, – they have the bat team. I don't even know if the bat team's around anymore. But it was the Braves around town where they would take the mascots around to schools and stuff like that. And, you know, I, listen, I'm sure – and, again, not to get too heavy, you know, faith on this one. You know, if, if something – if I was supposed to be somewhere, I'd be there. Yeah. You know, I truly believe that my dad used to always say everything happens for a reason – And so I truly believe that where I'm at right now with my full-time job at Impact is where I'm supposed to be right now. Hitting pause, taking a breath from the Braves is what I need to do right now for my family. Now, never say never. You know, in three or four years from now, we may revisit it and, you know, the Braves may find out they need me just as much as I need them. You know, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but you never know. But but, know, but, but, But for where we're at right now, at the end of the 2022 season, I'm in a perfectly great space.
2: I love that man. Yeah. I love I love seeing that, and and you can tell that it's that you're genuine about it. It's mm-hmm. not like the Brooks of we were doing twenty farewells yeah, yeah. because because they're not ready to give it up. Yeah, you know, and so many people usually, especially in profile places, because look, that job is a high profile place. I mean, mm-hmm. people see your face every night for uh, you know for an entire season, yeah. yeah, for an entire season, and. And you see that on people's face. Sometimes they'll say, yeah, I'm, I'm hanging it up. And you know, you can see it. They're not ready to. You look
0: very mm-hmm. confident in your, in your decision. Mm-hmm. I, well, and, you know, those long days, those 15-hour days just pull on you. You know, and it's just, and again, it just goes back to the family. Like, I just, I miss... I miss Caroline. The you important know, I miss stuff and the it's things like, that matter. It hit me really hard on like the Fourth of July this year. We had a game, and everybody was over the house, and everybody's swimming, and the grills going, and music's playing, and everybody's drinking beer, and I'm like, I got my water. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go raise I, hands. I, y'all, y'all have fun. Yeah. Just, the, 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 yeah. Y'all drink all my beer in my beer fridge. Y'all have fun. All right, y'all. It takes my all ball. you have to leave. I'm gonna go to work yeah. now. And, and that's <laughs> and it's like I saw Caroline running around with her friends and everything, and it's like not that I I would never drive to the stadium unhappy. But I would drive to the stadium missing events. Of course. You know, because for so long I had to miss vacations and miss little things like that. But that's part of the job, and I've known that from the beginning.
1: And what about food? Did you live on stadium food at this gig? <laughs>
0: some nachos. <laughs> if I have one more blue why do you think I'm? Why do you think my, all my jeans are skinny jeans? Of, <laughs> yeah, you're missing those home cooked meals in favor of uh, those dogs. Right? I will say that they, uh, you know, uh, the the food at the stadium for the staff was pretty good. It, right. it wasn't hot dogs and hamburgers. Like it was okay. some pretty good stuff. And we always had the option, you know, of of I'd bounce around here and you know if I was starving and just not wanting whatever they have, I'd go over to Terrapin. Or creep down to the Delta Club, right? There were so many times where I would just walk through and just be like, are you kidding? But see, that's the problem when you say everybody knows who you are. Mm -hmm. I can't creep into the Delta Club and get a a couple of sliders and be like, why is Owens creeping in the Delta like eating, <laughs> eating right. fan sliders? That's hey, right. go Braves. You going to fish that? <laughs> can I have my- Hey, man. I buy that? Hey, man. You going to fish some fries? I sure thirsty. Hey, man. That <laughs> sushi looks
1: pretty good. Well, we always talk about food on this show because it's tugging my favorite subject, really. And, uh, here, here. And uh, we wondered if you have any uh, secret Southern mom and pop spots that you're looking forward to getting to now that you'll have the summers off that oh. you can share with our listeners out y- there. You know, you
0: know what I love? I-, I love supporting my buddies who have restaurants in town. Mm -hmm. um because just growing up here and raised here and just all the connections that we've made through our jobs i have a bunch of friends that have restaurants and i'm very happy with all of them like our buddy johnny at grindhouse you know there's a spot up in athens great burger go get yourself if you're going to athens get yourself a burger and a boozy shake Like, I'm a big fan of that spot. Um, Old Town Tavern up in Kennesaw. Guy I went to high school with. He runs that place. So I'm always trying to support him. And this may be some of COVID in me as well. Because I saw, and also coming from the restaurant industry, you know, back when I was in college, I waited tables. So I know what a struggle it is Mm -hmm. to run a restaurant, to manage a restaurant, to work in a restaurant. And I I could not imagine how hard it had to be during COVID just to keep the lights Mm -hmm. on. So... Uh, so, you know, when it comes to like, I, I'm I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie just because I'm I like to eat. You know, yeah, well, that- yeah. I can looking-
2: <laughs> <I, I> recognize <laughs> I recognize people that I that I can connect with, and so do I. Yeah. Even when I'm not hungry, I like to
1: eat. Yeah. But it's it, terrible. A survival foodie. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. And I will just go support my buddies who have restaurants any way, shape, or form that I can. But when you talk about, and I know it's not like a mom and pop. Man, I'm still. I will still fanboy out for Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Yes, okay. sir. Oh that's my good. God, Fox Brothers too. Here at the ballpark. Yeah, get, get in there. I love Williamson Brothers coleslaw. They got their coleslaw right. I don't like a vinegar base. I like a mayonnaise base. I like it finely chopped up as well.
2: And it's, it's so funny you say that because I had never liked because I don't like mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with Zach Brown's coal, uh, uh pocket knife coleslaw. Chef Rusty, who's got who's oh, got oh, a, Park. A, yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. He made it for the first time and randomly brought it to the stations that we both worked at at the time. And I was like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. I don't even like mayo. This is my whole life. I've said, no, I'm never eating It's Terrible smells. it has got mayonnaise. <laughs> and he was like, will you quit being a dummy and eat this real quick? And And sure enough, man. And since then, I've grown to like some coleslaws based on that.
0: Really? Yeah. So I'm, not a, I'm not a mayonnaise guy. Do you do. put, you know how, you know, because all of my clothes come from the husky department, you know how you get there? You ever put barbecue sauce in your coleslaw? <laughs> no, yes, but it sounds yes, like I a plan. Yes, I do. Oh, I can see why
2: I can see why you'd like it. <laughs> let me tell you something. It's a, it's a game changer.
0: Terrapin Foxbo here at the Battery. Whew. Yes, sir.
2: Do it. Son. I know, right? I'm so a sauce good. guy. I'm a sauce guy. Sauce. I, mean, <laughs> I love it. it. I'm telling you, there's so many great places, to eat and So many people that uh, have appreciated what you've done over the years. And and we certainly appreciate you spending time with us as we start winding down a little bit. But, um, you know, it, it, it's it's so much fun to relive this stuff with you. And, uh, you know, let's go back and talk about one, one person that you brought up early, and that is uh, Casey Motter. Yeah. Casey was the nicest dude I ever met in my whole life. And, um, I would started doing this thing where I would got him to record the names of all the little league ball players on my son's team, you know, and he was always so generous to do it. And he would meet me at the radio station and we would record them. And then he turned it into a business, like yeah. the, the idea all and, star and interest. yeah, and, and did great with it. But, um, but it all started with him doing that for my, for so kindly for my son. And then yeah. he's like, man, I'm, this may be something. And sure enough, it, it, it ended up being that way. I miss that guy so bad because um, he would just randomly text me and be like, hey, man, how are yeah. you? Yeah. You wouldn't, I mean, you hadn't talked in three weeks or three months or whatever it is, but he always had a just a, a caring way about him. And I don't think anybody will replace that voice in that stadium. There will be people that will do a yeah. good job, no question about it, because there's so many talented people, but nobody, much like you, because nobody will replace you either. Um, nobody will re- replace the passion
0: he had when he opened the mic and said, Hello, baseball fans. Agreed. And I hope they, and they round out this season, they would still use that, Hello, baseball fans, welcome to Truist Park, you know, high five your neighbor. And they'd say, Welcome to the Atlanta Braves versus whoever was in town. And I think we had all but one team that he has done that for. So I don't know what the game plan is next year, but I really hope they keep that going. Casey was a gentle giant. And what I loved about Casey, his life was an open book because him and his wife, they would go up to Harris Cherokee all the time, and they loved to just go slots and go throw dice or whatever. But Casey would literally show me his bank account, and he would be like, hey, Mark, so me and Debbie went up to Harris Cherokee last night, and I won $25,000. Here, look at it. I was like, Casey, I don't need to see that. He's like, well, no, I mean, it only took $2,000. With You can see my bank. You can't worry. Casey, stop showing me <laughs> yeah. your transaction yeah. But but we got twenty five thousand dollars. was so, like, so sweet. I'm like, look at you. But again, innocent. He, so innocent that he guy. loved, and, and this is going to sound. But I don't mean to sound. But he loved being Casey Motter voice of the Braves. He did. At his memorial service, uh, I think it was a stepdaughter told a story where he would go into the Publix next to his house, and they closed at ten o'clock. And he would go walking in a few times a week at about 9.55. And the manager knew as he'd come walking and be like, all right, Casey, go ahead. <laughs> uh, attention, public shoppers. We will be closing. This is Casey Motter from your Atlanta Braves. Yeah. We'll be closing in five minutes. Such a okay. sweetheart. He would do that. And he lo- Like there would be days where I would get so mad at him because we'd be walking down the, the press box hallway. And I'd be at one end, and he would be at the other end. And there's all this—you know how commotion is pregame, mm-hmm. you know—TV, radio, everyone's mm-hmm. going running back and forth. And especially if ESPN's there, it's even worse. So, it, we're, I mean, literally twenty yards away from each other, there's people everywhere, and all you hear is "Hello, baseball fans." It's Mark Owens! And I'm like, Casey, shut up!
1: <laughs> it's like,
0: there's dignitaries walking around here. It's and just, I'm just like, Casey.
2: It's just the, the innocence of him. Yes. He was such a, you, you nailed it, gentle giant is yeah. what he was. And, and he and a loved sweetheart. the
0: fans, and he loved this team. I mean, this was it. This he was wore it all, on his sleeve, man. Yeah, Again, for him, like me, Casey, Matthew Kaminsky, the organist, we're all part-time game day employees. But we all just love this job, and we love it for the fans. And Casey was one of them. He did it for the fans.
1: I got a couple of things before we wrap up here, Mark, that I wanted to ask you about. Your final game, let's talk about that. Um, it was one where you did not know if the Braves were going to come back and play another game or not, so mm-hmm. you didn't quite know if it was really your last game or not. Now I came to your last regular season game because I had to be there for that to see, and I know you said a little something at the end of that, but not, you know, it didn't make it about you as usual. Sure. But uh, at your final game, not knowing if they were going to come back or not, did you have closure? Or did you uh, do anything special for yourself or have it mark that moment for yourself in any way? Or how did that work?
0: For me, the real closure was the Sunday night game where we swept the Mets. Mm -hmm. Because at the beginning of the season, when I knew this was my last season, I went to the Braves and I said, hey, I'd like to get a suite on that very last regular season home game. It was a Sunday afternoon against the Mets. I said, I want to get my family here. I want to get my friends here because I know it's my last regular season game. And I just want to say thank you to my mom, my wife, my brother, my, you know, my in-laws, everybody for supporting me for so long. And they were great. And they gave me a suite and they gave me tickets and they gave me 100%, whatever you need, whatever you They they were great. Well, come to find out when I originally asked for it, you know, in May, it was just a Sunday game against the Mets. Well, as time goes on. It turned into what was arguably the (laughs) biggest game of the regular season. It's turning into Georgia, Tennessee. (laughs) Exactly. So, And it was a night game. So for me, that Sunday night against the Mets with all of my friends, with all of my family, my wife, my daughter, my mom, my brother, everybody was there experiencing that game. And more importantly, we won. So for me to wrap it on that one was great. Now, ironically, my real final game was the second game of the NLDS. right We won, but there was also a three hour rain delay. So what kind of poetic justice is that? Is my last home game <laughs> yeah. was a uh, had a rain delay and then we had a watch party for the nlds and so that saturday the one where we got bounced from the playoffs right that was a watch party but that one i'll be honest with you i got really choked up because it was just a watch party probably about 500 fans out in the battery watching the game and i'm hosting and chip carry came up and we did some one-on-ones and we threw some blooper was there and tomahawk team and you know the world series you know a uh, trophy was there and so it's just a great watch party but after the phillies won and we were done and it was my last hit and I did my whole like, hey, listen, fans, it's been an amazing season. You know, we're still for another couple of weeks, we are still the defending World Series champions. You cannot take that away from us. Yeah. You know, we'll be back here April the 6th. And this fan, and I don't know who she was, I've never met her before in my life, but she came up to the stage. And I said it once or twice. I was like, hey, man. what I said was, and I'm sorry it's going long, uh, what I mm-hmm. said was, we were getting beat. It was after they got that inside the park home run. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fans, I was like, who's drinking a beer? And a bunch of people threw their hand up. I was like, Maybe I need to join you. So I went and got it. I said, hey, it's my last season. What are they going to do? What are they going to do, fire me? So I walked into the Omni, and I got a beer, and I came out, and I cheersed everybody everybody doing it. So I I made the announcement that this was my last event had we lost. So it was over. A lot of people, I was like, hey, thank you so much for 16 amazing seasons. This lady came up to me, and she had tears streaming below her glasses. And I was like, and I'm live, and I'm like standing on the stage. She was like, thank you. She's like, thank you. Me and my family have been watching you for so long. It's like, it's never going to be the same without you. And I didn't know her from, I I don't still to this day, she could walk in this room. I wouldn't know who it is. But the fact that she was so worked up with her family, she had her husband, her kids were there with her. And she had tears rolling down because I was leaving. Man, you talk about, and then I'm trying to do my wrap up and I'm like. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, man. This the Sixth. Of course, I had my sunglasses yeah. on. Oh, this guy, And, man, exactly. and I lost it. And I walked off that stage and I hugged everybody. And, man, I mean, the, the, that was the only time that it really hit me that – and I say it's done It's not done I still got three or four events Coming up Yeah But But For that For what it
2: was what That what it was, that was, that was It was done And that I gotta tell it.
1: you That fan represents Thousands of fans Who feel sure. that same way yeah. You know,
2: Without a doubt yeah, well, Stop uh, making me cry I know uh, Now we
1: Now I'm, I know Tug wants to Close this out Because the editing on this thing but well, There's not gonna be any editing No anything, what This is uh, straight This, this is, is plain as a here, whistle We wanted to spend some time with you I can cuss if you want me to Yeah come on There'll be an edit on that Let me tell you about those No I'm scared But a couple quick things So uh Hats and sweat rags. How many? How I many pro- you got?
0: Last count I did between Atlanta Braves, Georgia Bulldogs, and golf hats, yeah. I think I had over 225. Amazing. Sweat rags, about 35.
1: I never noticed a different... I mean, I, I noticed that you had like a different hat every game, pretty mm-hmm. much. It seemed that way. Oh, yeah. It? Sweat rags, 25.
0: At least about 25 to 35.
1: Well, I, I said it on social media. I want to say it again here. Uh, I think your hat... One of your sweat rags and that mic needs to go to the Braves <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yeah, man, you know? absolutely.
2: Right next to like Hank Aaron's, yeah, all his yeah. memorabilia. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Golden what, microphone. When did the Braves team
1: colors go to yellow? That's just sweat. That's <laughs> yeah. sweat. It's, on
2: it's, that it's, That's this needs to be washed. That's just the worst.
1: Also, Mark Owens, we know that you probably have every stadium giveaway that ever happened. You probably got every bobblehead. You got all the stuff. What do we, and you know, I wanted to give you a gift. I, I think you deserve a major award, actually, but. Uh, We're trying to think of, like, what can we get Mark Owens? He's got all the hats, he's got all the sweat rags, he's got all the bobbleheads, he doesn't need... But here, sir, is uh, the 2022 complete set of Braves Country Podcast baseball cards. All for right! you, God! Because yeah! I, I know you don't have that yet, but now you do. Not many do. Yeah, not so many that's do. That's awesome. So that'll go in your collection. Like there, that. hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, they're they're not autographed. I don't want them. Well, well some yeah. half <laughs> of them are, you know, actually have them more. Three of them okay. are
0: autographed. Kevin Kiermaier, Brian Klesko, yep. Michelle Malone. Oh, there he goes. Brent Cobb. Yeah. Adam Hood. Yeah. Andrew Jones. Jacob Bryant. Dude, solid. Yeah. You
1: now you have to get the other three autographed on your own. I'll okay, help you out with that. If you want
0: i know somebody who knows kevin Kenny. it's my buddy scott <laughs> yeah you should call him one day <laughs> oh, well, i'll See check in with him taken care of
1: for that's you awesome. but that's your major award right yeah, that's, that's the best we could do you here gotta on come country country down podcast. dude we gotta have him down
2: at the neck maybe maybe he's the guy in our next one yeah you want to come to we, a live show with us at smith sometime? yes Smith's
0: and i was O'Barn. gonna try to get out to the last one yeah. and we were texting back i tried so hard i couldn't make it happen yeah. but the next one i'm there i've got nothing else going on might be opening day of
1: next year maybe since you're free yeah Yeah, yeah, i'm free
0: whatever you need yeah so
2: much fun and they've turned out so incredibly well and it's all because of uh, because of scott and and the folks at live at the print shop who does who just they just do extraordinary work but it's just been fun man to to do and it's been fun hanging with you dude because i love you and, and i love your family and i love what you are and who you are
0: and what you do and it's just uh, it's it's a pleasure to be able to spend some time with you. You know, I'll tell you, if, you, if coming out to a game, it's going to be weird. So, I mean, those first couple of games, but people are like, what are you excited about? It's like, well, I'm excited about having a beer before the game, and I'm excited about leaving in the seventh inning. That's it. I'll just go special on a school night. Yes,
1: exactly. Bringing your daughter to the ball game is what you meant, That's
0: right. Now she got to leave early. When I ask her, it's like, are you okay with daddy leaving Braves? And she's like, well, I'm kind of 50 50. I'm doing this for you. (laughs) (laughs) They have no idea. What she's going to miss is the access. Yeah, of course. It was like, yeah, you'll be fine. Here's some dipping dots. Shut up. You'll be fine, (laughs) stupid (laughs) kid. (laughs) Take a sip of daddy's beer. You'll be all (laughs) right. That's right. (laughs)
2: There (laughs) you (laughs) go. (laughs) Man, (laughs)
1: Mark, thank you for all the years. We really appreciate you, brother.
2: Y'all come back. Now you're here. Y'all come
0: back now you're here. Get your Coca Cola.
2: (laughs) This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21 Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912 604 0896. That's 912 604 0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's.
1: Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherdsmen, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's the thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans.
2: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back.